to show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Mats Podcast. This week on the podcast, I am welcoming Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Black Belt. I had to say that slowly like that because I started tripping on my words. So please don't judge me. I don't have a speech impediment. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Black Belt, all the way from Kansas. I think this might be my first guest from Kansas. And I got a very, very good friend who lives in Kansas. And I've never had them on the show. So that's messed up. But I want to welcome to the show, Mr. RJ Navarrete. What's up, RJ? How you feeling, man? What's up? I'm just happy to be here. It's uh, been a pleasure and honor getting to know you a little bit. And I'm uh, excited to be on the podcast, man. No, thank you for making the time to do this. You know, I, I follow you on Instagram and I repost some of your techniques and everything. And I was like, man, I got to get this dude on the show. Let's let's chat with him. We, we talked in the, the DMs a little bit. I was like, yeah, it, like, let me let me see what this is going to be like. But as I was explaining to you off air, you know, I do my, my little Instagram spying and shit. And sometimes I do that and I get too deep and I'm like, fuck, I don't want this person on the show. Like, I'm, I'm nervous. They're too serious. So as I'm like digging through, I was like, oh, no, he seems cool. He seems legit. All right, we're going to do this. And then once we got talking, I, I was correct. So let's go. So with jujitsu and everything for you, because that's what we're here about. We're here about jujitsu. What started you on that journey? Um. So when I... Let me preface it, right? So I've always been a super small guy. I mean, you can tell from the videos, I'm a very short, very, very small statured man. <laughs> it is what it is. I've come to terms with it. I may buy a big truck at some point to compensate. I don't know. Um, but no, I, uh, I, I've i just always been a small guy. I always get the crap kicked out of me, but I've always had a really smart mouth. I love making jokes. I love making crackbacks at people. Um but that obviously gets you beat up. I may have gotten a swirly a time or two in the nineties. It is what it is. <laughs> it was the nineties. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was normal at that point. Right now they call it a uh, assault. Um, <laughs> but, but I, uh, no, I, I had a pretty rough, rough upbringing. You know, I was a, I was a trailer park trash kid and, um, used to get the crap kicked out of me a lot. So, um, I don't know. I turned up to about, 16 is when I started training at this little gym. Never had the money to train before that. And I uh, jumped in to this gym one day, just trying to learn like some boxing, some Muay Thai. And then I started looking over and seeing these dudes like submitting the crap out of each other on the side. And I was like, that guy looks like he's going to die. And that kid's half his size. How's that work? And I was like, I was like, I have to learn this power. And so uh that's that was that was pretty much the gist of it i never stopped and i just kept going and and pushing through with it well and as you see continuing and pushing through to get you the black belt and that's what that's what us lower belts need to understand there's there's always the talk about blue belts quitting and hey man a lot of white belts quit too don't put all that shit on blue belts that's <laughs> true but a lot of white belts be quitting too and i know some purple belts that left so don't act like they don't act like they don't do it either. But you're proof. You keep rolling, keep going. You oh yeah, and, and not quitting is is probably the one of the hardest things you're gonna do when you get in this sport, right? Because you're you're gonna find the guys, 
You're gonna find the guys who are prior wrestlers. You're gonna find the guys who this clicks with, like those little prodigy shitheads. The god, they, I love them, but fuck those kids. They come in and their brain works different, and it just clicks with jujitsu. And you're gonna find these guys who they start, you know, you know, they're on their first week. You've been here for two years, and they're subbing the shit out of you and making you look bad in front of the professor. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Hopefully, professor understands. Like, look. That doesn't diminish your ability. That doesn't diminish like what I know about you. Just understand that kid just fucked you up in front of me. And I am judging a little bit. <laughs> he just gives you a little side eye. <laughs> it's like, and we all feel it too. We all know it. It's just like, look, I'm gonna go out to my car real quick and get uh get get another mouthpiece. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in the car crying. I mean, listen, you sometimes you gotta cry out them frustrations and you just you yeah. you puke and rally. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that that's part of it. You got to just keep going. So, you know, when you came into it, you know, off of, you know, striking, you know, learning Muay Thai, learning boxing, I think you got that curiosity. What was the, like, what was the feeling when you stepped onto that mat for the first time to grapple? Uh, you know, that was a weird, weird moment for me because I always thought, you know, that, uh, especially being as small as I was, getting my butt kicked most of my life, that, you know, you get your ass beat enough, you get immune to getting punched in the face. It, really, you do. It's, it's, I, I mean, I get kicked in the head, punched in the face, dudes be jumping, I'm drunk, doing the little everybody throws punches at the same time while I'm in the fetal position crying, <laughs> wondering, why did I say that? Why did I say that? It sounds so, so familiar to me. Why did my oh. mouth get my ass beat? I don't understand. They aren't even the same body part. And, uh, you know, you, you run through that enough times, you, you, you really do get a, a tolerance for getting hit that it's just like, all right, well, I might as well do something with this tolerance now. So you go out there and, and start, you know, striking. And I, I do love striking. It's actually where I started. It's, it's, it's kind of the, the home for me. But when I got onto the mat and I thought, yeah, man, I'm tough. I mean, these guys are going to throw whatever they can at me, whatever. There's no immunity for getting choked out. <laughs> there's, there's no immunity for that. You, you go out. You go out like you're gonna go to Valhalla and wake up, and you're gonna be like, "What? What, what, what was that?" <laughs> uh, there's no immunity for arm bars. There's no immunity for Kimuras. So it was it was a different world, but I was super excited because it was one of those places where you can find that the small guy really can just whoop wholesale ass on bigger guys. Everybody's got a neck. True. I think um, what was it? Uh, was it Haleo Gracie? You know, said, you know, no one's immune to the choke. You know, no one's too tough for a choke. So that's true. You know, the I've I've had my fair share of you know being choked. Although I have a weird stocky neck, so it's sometimes tough to get there. But once once someone's there, oh, I'm terrified of them. You know, people trying to, you know, get me in a triangle. I'm just like, (laughs) okay, I'm gonna hang out here. But as soon as it happened, I'm like, fuck. It's like, do I try to figure out this guy? And, and it's like, well, why don't I just not get stuck in that triangle? There, there's that. But. Yeah, with me, uh, you know, I got, um, once again, smaller guy. I got a proportionally small neck, right? And uh, it's it's not so often that I do get choked out. But when I do, like, I welcome that. That's I'll just walk through it. And the reason why is because... I got my first time getting choked out was by a uh, uh, guy that was in my old gym. 
He's super great. I think he might have had a little bit of autism. He was just super smart. He's really bad with people. <laughs> super smart. <laughs> really bad with people. Kind of person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It. And he, uh, but he, he just wanted to experiment. That's something that me and him had like in common is we wanted to experiment with jujitsu all the time with submissions and how we ran through things. And this kid put me out, and I'd always been afraid of being put out. And uh, I remember I woke up after well, like eight seconds of being out, and I woke up and I was like, that was the most refreshing feeling I've ever had in my entire life. And I was like, that, if that's what being going out is like, like, I'm going to do this every day. Don't do that. It's bad for your brain. <laughs> Disclaimer. There's a, a teammate of mine. He would, he like, I always called him my rival because we kind of started at the same time. We're, it's like um, Triple H and The Rock in WWF back in the day. They grew together. They had great matches together, and they built off of each other and became stars together. And that's how I looked at this teammate. And one day, he got a, a bow and arrow on me. And I fancy myself being really good at you know protecting myself against a bow and arrow. I was never worried. In competition, the guy had me in a deep bow and arrow. Well, so... They thought it was a deep bow and arrow. Probably was trash, but I thought it was a threat. But I was just chilling, you know, giving my coach the thumbs up, like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> um, but my teammate did it in practice. And here I am again thinking, I'm good. I'm not worried about this dude. I ain't scared. And he, you know, kind of adjusted just a little bit. And all of a sudden, my hands started feeling funny. And the room started getting a little cloudy. And then I got this weird tingle in my shoulders. And I was, it, fortunately, I, I, you know, had had a good sense that I might be going out. Let, let me tap before I can't tap. And it was like right on the doorstep. And I tapped and I looked and I was like, dude, I was pretty close to going out. Um, I'm going to chill for a minute. I, I sat out the next two rows. I was like. I'm not sure how to feel. It wasn't that, you know, there was no like uh, embarrassment or, you know, none of that. It was more like, like, am I going to be okay? Yeah, no, 100%. Have you, so have you actually gone out? I have not. Like, I've gotten to that point three different times. It's, it's almost like, you, you know, like when you're a kid and they tell you don't touch something. <laughs> you want to test the waters, but you don't want to go all the way into the water. So you get close enough just to fucking piss your parents off that that was me with uh chokes it's like i get close enough just to know that maybe if i do this i'm gonna get my ass beat so let's not continue and you know but i haven't gone completely out yet. yeah it's 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 a different beast honestly so uh because i always i hate when i get close to going out but I don't go out because I always end up with the head throbbing. I end up with my, my fingers and arms feeling like jelly. I feel like, like everything just sucks. I feel like my neck is super like weak and I can't do anything. But every time I've ever actually gone out, which I think has been like three times now, um, like I always wake up and it's like, woo, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like all the adrenaline, I think it's stopped at your, uh, your arteries, right? And then they're slowly starting to open up because the inside of the arteries are sticky. And I feel like yeah. you finally are starting to get all that adrenaline. And then once it opens up, it just surges into your brain. And you're just like, bro, let's go. Biggest guy in the room and the other guy. Let's go. Same time. I ain't afraid. <laughs> so I feel that way after I get my 
like after I get my ass kicked, like, and I, I think part of it is this overcompensation. It's like if I get my ass kicked by like one of the smaller guys in the room, after that ass beating, I'm like, bring me the biggest dude now. Yep. And he beats my ass too. But the ideal in my head is, nah, we doing this. We going to war. I'm going to show you. I ain't a punk. Oh, okay. There I am. Neon belly. Fuck. <laughs> but at least when it yeah. comes from a bigger diet guy, you feel justified, right? But when it comes from a guy that's like half your size and like, <laughs> you're like, damn it. I, there, I think there's a weird thing in my head, though. Like when there's a smaller guy, there's almost this thing of like, he's beat my ass. And it's like, I make this excuse in my head. Like, I mean, I just can't grab him, though. He's small. He's too little. I can't, you know, he, he faster than me. That's all. The big dude is like, I'm a big dude, too. So I'm like, nah, we like, I should be able to get, get, you know, some kind of a footing on this dude. So when the smaller guy beat my ass, it's like, fuck. All right. Well, this this is life, though. I'm cool with it. Let me go beat this big dude's ass. Then the big dude beat my ass. I'm like, you know, I wasn't bad at basketball. Like, I can always go back. I mean, I'm 45 now, so maybe my <laughs> knees will be feeling that. So that's why I stay with jiu-jitsu, because I'm old. See, I'm lucky enough that I'm always the small guy. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really usually have to worry about there being a smaller guy because I'm getting smaller than five foot four and 100, you know, 50 pounds. <laughs> that's that's pretty hard. Like, yeah, the, the, that's the thing. It's like it's almost kind of like you know wearing a crown at that point. It's like, look, I'm the smallest dude in here, but I will fuck most of you, most of you cats up. So just understand that. And then somebody else smaller comes in. It's like. Ah oh, man, I don't know how to feel because this dude's small as shit too. And I know how I feel being small. Does this dude have as much confidence? Then as soon as you beat his ass, like, nah. <laughs> but but we gotta build him up. Oh no, I'll tell you, there's a there's a dude that's at our gym right now. His name's Marcelino. He's a, a little bit smaller than me. He's a purple belt. Solid dude. Great work. Um the only person that genuinely makes me like like my the, my, my game is very solid. I've got a long time to build it. But he makes me very uncomfortable in places that I'm normally comfortable. And it's because the places that most big guys oh. get stuck in, he doesn't get stuck. And so I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so it, it, it gives me a little bit of a panic attack sometimes, but it's it's good. He's he's a uh, he's a solid worker. Good. So when you um, started Immortal uh, MMA and Jiu Jitsu, what was that like? What kind of prompted that for you? So I've always been told that I've got a, a really unique style of, of grappling. Um, it's, it's something that's I've, I've kind of prided myself on. I used to take it personally at my uh, gym previously to uh, meeting the amazing Marcio La Selva. But at my gym previously, it was they, they just cranked out MMA fighters, great fighters. Coach was a pretty cool dude. We had some some issues or whatever, but he used to, you know, I'd. I, take weird submissions from weird places i love creative submissions i love submissions that nobody sees coming that's my entire ideology you know my entire ideology is you know if everybody throws the exact same arm bar and everybody throws the exact same escape for that arm bar at, at you know at some point it's just going to become who trained that arm bar better right but if you've never seen a special kind of arm bar that i just made up last night then how are you going to defend it then it becomes a battle of wits. It becomes of who's who's more intelligent, who can crack the other person faster. You know what I mean? And 
I started getting a lot of comments and a lot of uh, just feedback from people, and especially from once again my mentor, uh, Marcio La Selva. He he kind of came at me. He's like, nobody I've ever met in my 25 years of doing this does things the way you do it. And he's like, you need to teach this. You need to put it out there. And so, you know, once I started putting it out there, and I started seeing that just a couple of guys that I'd kind of invest all of these little special moves in, well, I started noticing these guys were fucking guys up every day i mean they they'd catch them in weird places the little white belts going against purple belts and and i'm like maybe there is something to this uh maybe i should try to at least put a little bit of my knowledge out there whether it's good whether it's bad i mean they can sort that out themselves later on all i know is what works for me and that's that's where immortal kind of had its birthplace nice so in as i mentioned in the beginning you're out there in kansas What's yeah. the jiu-jitsu scene out there like for you? You know, honestly, you wouldn't think mm-hmm. it, but there's actually a lot out here. Uh, so I'm in Wichita. In, in Kansas itself, there's not a lot of big cities. There's like Topeka, uh, which isn't big either. I mean, you can look up these these sizes later for yourselves if you'd like. If you're really that interested, I don't know why you would be, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but in Wichita, it's it's a pretty much a gigantic metro area and because kansas is so flat it just spans like uh, i don't even know miles and miles and miles and miles and miles so you if you get anywhere of height which in kansas is like six feet you can see the whole damn city (laughs) see i was not wrong my friend who lives in hayes i told her i was like you don't have skyscrapers and she got really pissed about that and i was like this is a fact so in Wichita, we we do have a couple of, of uh, buildings that are big, right? But I'm pretty sure the highest is like the 26th floor. So like I wouldn't call that a skyscraper. I'd call that like a like a altitude tester. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little bit taller than everything else. But it, the 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 grappling, the MMA, like all of that, it's not bad here. It really isn't. We we so caveman Rickles kind of really broaden the game out here okay because caveman rickles came out from derby and then he went out to uh, the bellator scene and started making that big so then he brought it you know a little bit of it back here and of course we have a lot of aircraft maintenance and a lot of aircraft places so a lot of the kids that were learning brazilian jiu-jitsu back in brazil their parents would migrate up here to get some of these jobs that we're having and so then it just kind of started growing so now We've got, I think in the city, probably, I don't know, 17, 18 gyms uh, with, with pretty good. I mean, each one of them probably has over 50, 60 students. Um, and of course, the other thing that helps us out is that here in the Midwest, everybody loves them country bumpkin wrestlers. Uh, these, these little country boys, they love wrestling. And of course, they start seeing, you know, wrestlers up on UFC and they're like, where can I learn Brazilian jiu-jitsu? And so it just kind of saturated the market with talent so right. it's not bad yeah i was talking with a teammate a couple episodes ago and we brought up north dakota south dakota and montana and i was like man there's no way they have gems up there and as we're recording i googled it i was like holy shit <laughs> like, there are a lot of fucking gems up there i didn't know there it seemed like there are more gems up there than people like, no, I'm so confused. So it's refreshing to hear, though, that everyone that I've spoken to, you know, when I ask about the scene in their area, it's always refreshing to hear that, you know, 
that there's a good flow of jujitsu out there and it's not just you, you know some you know guy in a garage saying eh, <laughs> we do jujitsu too and well, we like, got plenty of those don't worry about that <laughs> i'm sure yeah, i'm sure uh, mcdojo life he he makes the rounds he's like oh. let me go find him <laughs> oh all day fast. all day so uh, it's it's crazy that you you brought it up because we went i got the opportunity amazing opportunity to uh fly out to the um jujitsu x headquarters out in san diego and go hang out with those guys sunshine from the videos and you know all those dudes and it was crazy to me to see when i i typed in i thought it would be easy enough to just type in jujitsu on like you know uh the the maps and mm -hmm it was crazy to to me to understand that there was a gym just about every block every block there was a gym mma jiu-jitsu grappling boxing and there's just all these gyms all over the place and i'm like i mean in wichita it's kind of like everybody kind of owns a little bit of the area we got like a north side gym and a south side gym and a northwest and a northeast and it, you know everybody kind of has their boroughs here but in san diego it's like you can't throw a stone in the city without hitting the gym <laughs> that's always been my thought about california just with everyone that i communicate with out there in california that does jujitsu like i've not been to california but you know how like you know in the cartoons and movies they always show like you know the character's uh ideal of what an area looks like and it's like you know like someone from you know uh Eastern Europe, you know, their vision of America. And it's like the streets are paved with gold. It's like for me, California is like, oh yeah, there's like a jujitsu, like, you know, gem like on every every corner, like next door to each other, even. And Hope there is. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what I've been here. It's like, oh my God, that's true. Holy shit. Like they have jujitsu, like I like we got McDonald's. <laughs> Like you, you open up maps and you type in grappling or MMA or jujitsu or whatever, and you're going to get pings all over the place in your one little block, city block. You're going to get like 15 gyms. It looks like the screen has chicken pox. Literally. It's so crazy. And I was like, man, y'all are spoiled out here. <laughs> it's like, like where I am, there's one, two, three, four, five gyms. And I think that's, you know, really good for this little area that I'm in. It's like you go to California, there's like five gyms in that little area. Dude, we got 15 in that little area. It's like, oh, okay. A lot of variety. It's so crazy, but it's so good for the sport, for those. Because a lot of times what I, what I found out when I went there is a lot of times those guys go from California and they get their black belts or whatever. And then they move out to rural areas, you know, like Kansas, like Colorado, like Nebraska, and they open up their gyms. And, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's just amazing. I love seeing the sport grow. That's actually one of the things we're trying to do. We're trying to open an online, uh, kind of not an academy, but just a resource for individuals who don't have, you know, uh, official training available to them because they live in small towns or because they're just it's too expensive or whatever like i just love seeing the sport grow i'm such a jujitsu nerd <laughs> hey there's nothing wrong with that man it's jujitsu's that thing where it's like <clears throat> you 
you know, when you look at the sport and where it's come from and where, where it's at and where it's going, I mean, you know, this is like, you know, buy into it now, you know, investing, like get in now because, you know, it's only going to keep going up. Yep. Exactly right. So with uh, Jiu-Jitsu X, what was that experience like as far as like just, you know, putting together, um, you know, your video and everything and like, how was that experience? You know, it was, it was kind of surreal. Um, I'm a small town Kansas kid. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to riff a little bit here for a second. Right. I, I grew up, uh, South side of Wichita in this little broken ass down trailer park. And I lived on a street called hydraulic. And if you're from Wichita area, you think you, you, you definitely know what, what hydraulic is, but Hydraulic is just a long line of trailer parks. It's that's all it is, and they get worse the n- lower the numbers go. And so me and my grandma, we were living in, and well, we didn't have two pennies to scrape together, and we you know, we had literal trees growing in through the bottom of our trailer, and it was just it was gross, man. It was bad. And to go from that to this, you know, this sweet lady, this sweet chick, hitting me up on uh, on Instagram saying, hey. How would you like to come film a, a course for us? Uh, you know, we'll fly you out there. We'll take care of your food. We'll take care of your hotel stay. You know, you, you like giving me the royal treatment, sending me a driver, sending me all these different things, and I was just like, "What?" And you know, getting to getting to see the stomping grounds of Keenan Cornelius and his crew, and um, it's just that that was that was crazy. Um, so the they set me up, they hit me up at. I want to say 3 p.m. after work one day and they said hey we would really like you to come out here and film a course i was like a course and they were like yeah put together some of your favorite moves and uh send them out to us and we'll, we'll get you plane tickets we'll get we'll get the whole nine yards and uh, for anybody who buys it, it it'll be a 50 50 split it'll you know 50 percent will go to you and 50 percent will go to us just for hosting and filming and i was like wow that's crazy and I don't even think I checked it to see, like, if I've made any money on it, to be honest with you. I was just honored that I got to go out there and do it. So there might be a lot of money in there waiting. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was it was awesome. And uh, Sunshine from the videos, he's a very uh, he's a very cool guy. He's he's funny. He's very meek. Like, he's just kind of go with the flow. You could tell he's done it a billion times with all these big name guys so it was really meeting a small town kid from kansas wasn't anything but it was awesome man honestly those are some good guys and if if you get the opportunity to go out to jujitsu x and see some of the stuff they got out there it's awesome i'm sure it's probably refreshing for him too like you said he's you know meeting all these you know guys and you know these big names and then you know the small town kid from kansas and it's like i'm sure it was refreshing in that sense of like you probably didn't come in with like you know, a diva mentality or an ego or anything. It was like, but but probably came in like, look, man, I just answered the ad. I honestly thought you guys would bring me in to shoot a porn. <laughs> hey, listen, I've gotten that offer before, so I was hoping that's not what we were doing. It's like, hey, man, so uh, we we saw your uh, your techniques on Instagram. We want to uh, bring in and shoot some videos. Oh shit, jujitsu. All right, cool. You sure? Like, what's it bad for? Hey, no. So this is a this is real, man. This is real. I got so when I first started blowing up on Instagram, I had like maybe ten thousand followers. I thought I was hot shit with ten thousand. I was like, oh, it's cool, whatever. 
No, I get an email from this company, and I to this day, I'm sure one of your listeners will do the research and figure it out. There's a company in New York where they're gay porn stars. They're 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 all, they're all male, and they do MMA and have sex with each other at the same time. Like it leads to it or whatever. And I got an, a no shit message. Hey, we want you to either be a performer or to train our actors for our videos. And they didn't tell me what kind of videos they were doing, right? And so I go to their website and I just I see some I just see some stuff and I was like, oh, oh, these are the kind of okay, no, no, you know, thankfully I'm honored, but at the same time, no, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> and then they were like, well, I offered ten thousand dollars for the first shoot, and I was like, wait, um, how many zeros? How many zeros? You just say, hold up, hold up, just real quick. And then I was like, no, 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 no I can't do that. He's like. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me let me check. All right. This bill's paid. That bill's paid. Uh, now nah, I'm good. But thanks. Thanks. I'm all right. Come, like, hey, come back right after Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to be super broke right after Christmas. It's like, so I'm only training them, right? Like, because like, like, hey, I, I, like you still going to offer the 10000 for me to train them, right? Hey, it was real scary. I was like, man, I'm going to go into this place and I'm going to come out with like the rear naked poke and I'm going to be very upset. They don't get the third hook in. <laughs> like, oh. Oh, you ain't going nowhere now. <laughs> like, like, oh, man. Right. I know well, I could keep going on that. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, like, especially when it comes to uh, Instagram notoriety, you get tons of messages. And it's almost kind of a question of what's legit, what's not. And, like... I've gotten messages where it's like I've ignored some, you know, just because it's like, look, I don't know that this is real. And, you know, you you wait because if they send you another message and it sounds like a message of desperation, it's like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, nah. But, they, you know, they send a follow up message like, hey, you know, we just wondering, you know, you know, they're, you know, they don't seem desperate. But, you know, they, they you know, they're checking in. It's like, all right, let me follow up. All right, let me go ahead and Google them. All right, this seems legit. I, I had uh, um, someone, they have an assistant. Yeah. Uh, they, they, okay, let me rephrase. They have an assistant. I'm <laughs> using piss poor English now. They have an assistant. You know, that's that wine getting to me. Hey, hey I mean, I'm waiting for the whiskey to get me slurring my speech and, and talking about like horse hoofs or something because I've been watching that <laughs> on TikTok a lot. <laughs> Like I had one mug of wine and like I didn't bring the box with me because I knew what was going to happen. And it's, it's afternoon. I, I think I still got some other chores around the house. I can't I can't go out and, you know, work in the backyard, punch drunk. Well, I can, but I'm not. But um, but yeah, it's like this person that had an assistant and I was like, don't nobody with an assistant ever message me. Like, what the fuck is this about? So. I follow up and they left like their real phone number. So I sent them a text. I was like, yeah, this is uh, Dante. And I was like, yeah, you know, we're wondering if so-and-so, you know, if you'd like to have so-and-so on your podcast, they have a fight coming up, da-da-da. And I was like, okay, have you all listened to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I wanted them to understand, like, this isn't like, you know, this isn't Joe Rogan. Like, <laughs> this is this is Dante. Like, you know, Jake Dante, if you're nasty, 
you know. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, and and she she was like, no, no, we would really, you know, like the, um, you know, if you be willing to have us on the show, I had them on, you know, he was a wonderful guy, you know, great conversation, but it's like, yo, I crack jokes and have fun, I laugh, I, you know, I say inappropriate things and I cuss a lot, um, 100%. you know, but that that's the one time that one of those things worked out. Any other thing that I followed up on is like. Yeah, so uh, we need you just to send you, send your social security number. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Huh?" laughs> let me let me talk to you about your cause extended warranty real quick. Yeah, it's like you know we we go through this long conversation back and forth for days, and all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, by the way, what's your uh, your uh, cars extended warranty looking like? What God fuck y'all got me? <laughs> you got me again. See, that's kind of so. I knew Jujitsu X was obviously right, but uh, what you'll see a lot of times in in you know, for any of the listeners out there that like like don't have that following yet, or or you know that someday you're looking for it, you gotta be careful because you'll get these larger than life opportunities that drop into your your messages box, and they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, we'll offer you this. I actually, so it was super funny, and you know, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to spend too much time on it, but so Hayabusa, one of the the guys for Hayabusa reached out to me, and they just messaged me, and they were like, hey. This is Hayabusa. You know, we'd like to do this, this, and this. Well, the guy's name on my email was Kyle Carr. And it was it was not Hayabusa, right? And I was like, okay. And so I'm not going to lie. At first, I kind of blew him off. And I was like, uh, all right. Uh, whatever, Kyle. You Fuck off, Kyle. <laughs> Hayabusa ain't going to send me a message from a guy named Kyle's account. Get yeah, out of here. Like, Kyle? <laughs> like, <laughs> may as well be Chad. Yeah. Well, get out of here, Bob. Fucking... Trying to get my social from me and shit. And then after talking to the guy, I found out, oh, shit, this is legit. Like, he's got his person scheduling time with me and stuff to get a, a, a you know, a schedule worked out to have a meeting and talk about being sponsored. I talked to the guy for a little bit. Super nice guy. Kyle Carr, if you're listening, sorry. I, I did think you were, like, fake at first. My bad. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> he, uh, but we talked for a while, and he's like, he's like, yo, um, you know, after talking to you, I don't want to just try to get you some free gear. I want you to be our sponsored athlete for jujitsu. And I was like, well, what, talk, talk to me again real quick, bro. What, what, you, what you talking about right now? Because I was just trying to get a promo code so I could throw it on my link tree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. We want you to be the sponsored athlete for jujitsu. So represent Hayabusa and our geese and our rash guards and some of our MMA equipment. And I was like, wow. Like, like really and he was like yeah absolutely like you've got a great personality and you know we, we we believe in what you're trying to do and we believe in your anti-bullying campaigns and all these things you're trying to open up you know i really we really want you in there and i was just like i'm not gonna lie dude i i got off i put my phone on mute I, who hasn't done that though i put the phone on mute and i was like oh fuck it <laughs> like screaming and bouncing around and then i was taking off mute and i'm like that'd be amazing man <laughs> yes yes I like that. That's, this this sounds acceptable, and uh, you know, no no shit. Within a week, uh, they had sent me, God, two thousand dollars worth of gloves and shin guards and and uh, you know four different kinds of gloves and rash guards and shorts. Um, so if any of you guys are looking for high booze and stuff, go to my link because I need them to think that I'm actually doing good work for them. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> it's not without effort, my friend. It's just just a. Hey. 
I mean, you're busy, dude. You got a lot of shit going on. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, you know, when when social media, you know, starts becoming this thing and you start getting that follow base and then you start, you know, so I've gotten some shit about my account being set up where you can only message me if you follow. Mm. And that's all of my accounts. And it's because if you don't do that, you'll get the spam bots coming through, you know, promoted on this or, you know, whatever. They'll send you tons of messages and comment on your post, which gets you the engagement, I guess. But, they, they, you know, look, man, I, I'm i a weird kid, so I ain't have a lot of friends as a kid. So when I get a, a notification, I got a message. I get excited. Oh, shit. Somebody want to talk. And then it turns out it's a fucking spam bot. And it's like, yep. man with my emotions like that man future reference for anybody listening don't ever 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 pay those weirdos to add likes and comments and stuff because here's the sad part you will get you will i promise you you'll get ten thousand likes and follows you'll get them you'll get followers ten thousand of them it's crazy but i promise you you're gonna notice one day you're gonna you're gonna be like super feeling yourself and you're gonna be hitting like like fifteen thousand followers and you're getting all these likes on your posts and stuff and one day Instagram decides to do a bot sweep and they take away all the bots accounts and they they you know log them out and they ban them and whatnot and you see your account go from fifteen thousand to five in like a day. So, what's funny is, I. I, I guess I still run the account, the Facebook account. I don't know if I do for a uh, nerd rage radio. I always shout them out at the end of the show. It's uh, my buddy's podcast. I started podcasting with them. Here we are now. But I remember they asked me if I wanted to run the Facebook and I was like, fuck yeah. So I went on Facebook was like, Hey, give us five bucks and we'll, uh, you know, boost your posts. So I was like, yeah, here's five bucks. I'll do that. And then they ended up, I guess, because they talked about it on the show uh, the following week. It was like, hey, so you notice um, anything about the new followers? And, you know, the two guys are talking. And, you know, Adam says about it, like, you notice anything about the followers? And it's like, yeah, notice that they're of a certain demographic. It's like, yeah, <laughs> old ladies. <laughs> so when I gave him the five bucks, he's like, you know, boost the post. And they boosted it to like 70-year-old women. And like that—that that was our follow base, like right out the gate. And it's like, oh no, these like it's about to get ugly. But oh, I'm um, about to end up with sugar mama. <laughs> hey, hey, look, man, I I I collect action figures, man, and these ones ain't they ain't cheap. I got needs, and I mean, my my wife understands. She she goes to Target, she finds figures for me, but she understands. If push comes to shove and I need to get that that uh that um Haslab Sentinel that they put out, and I think they I think the Haslab Galactus is out right now. I think it's 350. I'm not gonna pay that out of my pocket, but if some grandma needs a street (laughs) up the street, you know, look, I you know I give a foot massage. I just I just want to I just need Galactus in my collection. Um I'd like that sentinel, I ain't got no room in my basement for either of them. But if if I if I give a good foot massage, you know, I'm sure you know, I ain't ashamed, man. I, hey, you, know. you gotta be careful. You're gonna end up like the yes man, <laughs> yeah, like that movie with Jim Carrey. <laughs> like, I mean, look, 
for a for for that Haslab Sentinel, maybe I'm down. You <laughs> might get a little listen, weird. Every, everything's got a price. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, yeah, but when it comes to uh, Instagram and, and the bot sweep, so I don't know where my following came from. Yeah, and I, I assume it's a lot of like the sex bots and the, the spam bots because they did a sweep and I remember my following dropped. And I was like, yo, what the fuck happened? And then I started thinking about it. I started putting it together. I was like, oh, oh, those aren't real follows. Those are just catch, like follow me. And then that's when I decided to make it where you have to follow me to comment because I don't think the bot things, the, the, it's like very like, straightforward and dumb it's like that's let's say straightforward is dumb because i'm straightforward and i am a little dumb but like you know like the bots they'll follow they'll send me like messages like in in the dms um but they don't comment but i remember when i lost like ten thousand followers i was concerned i was like oh my god am i not am i not reposting well enough because I don't post my own content. I just share other people's content. I, like, yeah. I'm not I'm not original. I'm just a dude. <laughs> but but it it worried me. But it didn't all of a sudden I just hit this run and I'm not sure because someone asked me, I was like, dude, how'd you get your follow? Like, how did you get your the growth like that? I was like, I don't know. It I like I'm consistent for sure, but also confused. So, you know, more of the story is don't pay for bots. Don't fuck with them. Nope. Just, just, just be consistent with your post and, and be authentic. That like yep. when people, if people shoot me a message, I will always, you know, talk to them. And I had people say, dude, I'm surprised. I, I would have never thought you would reply to me. He's like, I don't like, I'm not famous. I'm not someone special. I'm fucking <laughs> dude, I'm man. Just out there. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm, I'm just Dante, just chilling. I'm down here posing action figures, and I have to hear my phone beep. Well, and that's that's what happened, you know, with with mine is is I followed you. I don't even know I followed you since because I've actually this is the crazy part. I, all the growth that I've seen on my social media accounts has been in the last uh, eleven months, twelve months. It's been one year, and um, you know, I just it wasn't something originally that I was going to do. I was just making videos of me doing techniques and one of my buddies was like yo try throwing that on instagram and i was like why why i want to throw that on instagram and i did it and all of a sudden you got all these views and stuff and i was like oh okay but you know i sent you a message um just letting you know like i appreciate you know what you guys have been putting out and i appreciate your content and you end up hitting me back and i was like oh man that was like five minutes of a response what up <laughs> yeah and that's the thing is like i'll see like you know, because I'll see a post or, a, or, you know, a message and I'm like, OK, you know, I always want to let people know. At the very least, I give a thumbs up to let you know that I saw it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are times where it's like, you know, you get the request because, I, you know, you have the different folder stuff. I'll go into the request and see what's up. It's like, OK, this person looks like a genuine person. Cool. I'm going to talk to them. Or if it's just like, hello, sir, ma'am, we are manufacturers. Like, okay. Yes, nah. that always hits up. I just got one of those this morning, actually. I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's, it's fucking nonstop. It, it, like, I started to wonder. It's like, yo, do I not? <laughs> like, ooh, so a friend of mine, she, um, I wouldn't say she's a friend. Like, 
you know, someone I know through Instagram, someone acquaintance through Instagram. Um, I tried to have her on the show, and it was like we, we scheduled and everything, but schedules fell through, and I haven't reached back out. And then she ended up, uh, she has cancer. I think she's in remission now. And she okay. ended up like stage four lung cancer. It was like, oh my lord. So good for her. I uh, reposted her her GoFundMe, and I got I got a message, and it felt legit. I thought it was genuine. And I, oh, dude, I was in. The, me and this dude were going back and forth because it was like, hey, man, I, you know, I really want to help out. I mean, I, you know, I'm willing to put 400 towards it. I was like, all right, worse. You would love that. You know, I think this would be real helpful. And he goes, I'm uh, I'm deployed right now. And I was like, okay. So I Googled the name and it came up. It was a legit person. I was like, okay. All right. This is, this is, well, here we go. Let's go. So he goes, look, I can't, the only thing I can really, I can send like, you know, a uh, check. You know, that's the only access I have right now. I was like, huh, okay, this seems a little suspect, but okay, I'm, I'm following. So he's like, I'll email it through and then just take a picture, deposit it, and then, you know, donate it to her as you will. I was like, okay. All right. That seems so far legit. Okay. Weird, but legit. <laughs> then he messages me back. All right, so I'm in my payroll office right now. Only thing it won't let me do anything less than fifteen hundred. So, can you take the check for the fifteen hundred, send her the four hundred, and then send me back the rest? <laughs> I was like, huh? No, that's, we're not that's, doing that. That's the big red flag. And then, um. I re, so I will repost her her GoFundMe every other uh, every other day, and then I start seeing messages again. Same dialogue, same exact word for word, same dialogue, different name. So what I would do is I would just screenshot. I screenshot the original one, and then I just would send the picture to the message or the messenger, <laughs> like, "Hey, so I just got this a couple of days ago. Word for word, what you just said. So knock it off." So then two days later, I post again same thing it was like holy shit it, i think one of the times i just said you guys are so fucking stupid do you not understand that like i see you and you're sending <laughs> the same message fuck dude i'm telling some of these bots they they genuinely believe this or, or like maybe they're not bots because i've seen i've seen some of those operation videos sometimes of like what they look like and it's just like a giant call center essentially of dudes that rented out a big space and have a bunch of crap laptops and they're over here just like going in and and just trying to scam as much money as possible because they have to like clean everything up and get the fuck out dude i i want to win a lottery not do well, i want to have you know a bunch of money to pay my bills really i don't even want a bunch of money i just want to pay my bills so i don't have to worry about the shit it's like here's a bunch of money just keep that shit going <laughs> like, just keep the party rolling but i want to uh win a lottery just so I could try to infiltrate one of these, like these, uh, these bot centers, find out who these scammers are, let them think I'm one of them, and then beat the diggity dog shit out of all of them on spot. Like just get in there and just, just go to town. Hey, like, I will start a GoFundMe for you, <laughs> so that we can make this happen. You know what I'm saying? It's like you still Ethel's money. Yeah. <laughs> Not Margaret. <laughs> Like she's a sweet old lady. She's a beautiful <laughs> demon. Just, just start fucking them up. She makes me cookies every Sunday. How dare you? 
they're the soft, the bitter and chewy chips always. Um, the, the thing is, um, on Nerd Rage Radio, like last time I was on there a few months back, that that was uh, someone sends in, um, you know, questions from uh, the listeners and whatnot. And someone sent in uh, just a post talking about how his grandmother got scammed. I, I think they took like 15000 from her or close to. And the bank noticed it. The bank stopped it from uh, continuing. And, you know, the question was, you know, how would you handle that situation? I explained just what I explained here. I want to win the lottery so I can infiltrate and I will fuck them up. And no, I'm not the toughest guy. I'm not the greatest fighter. But you know what I am? I'm passionate about old people. So (laughs) don't fuck the elderly. Dante is a man of focus. (laughs) There's going to be a, a, a sick, uh, not even a sitcom, but like a, a TV show on CBS one day. Dante, Grandpa Helper. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Grandparent Revenger. <laughs> just like, well, we got to get me. you a costume. <laughs> <laughs> just give me uh, the Chuck Norris outfit from Walker, uh, Texas Ranger. <laughs> that, that's all I need. Just give me the cowboy hat, the cowboy boots, and some sweatpants. And, and just let me go to town on these cats. That's what we're gonna get. We're gonna get the the same. We're gonna get the same song in the background too. The eyes of the grappler. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's gonna be watching. It's like, isn't this just fucking Walker Texas Ranger? Nah, but it's a black dude from Maryland. <laughs> like, I think he says he's from Detroit, but he's lived in Maryland for thirty years. So fuck him. He's from Maryland. He's like, Don't from they have Maryland. Baltimore there? Yeah, he doesn't claim Baltimore. It's rough around there, okay? Them old ladies be getting scammed daily. <laughs> Man. Yo, and, and the thing is, I mean, my buddy, he he worked at Target, I think. Um, kind of like an interim like job in between or some shit. Like not making excuses for him. He, he was just like, I'm gonna stop here, I'm gonna stop off at Target in between jobs. But uh he had a lady uh come through the his lane and she was in tears. And I guess somebody it was on her phone, called her on the phone, and the scammer got her through the phone and told her she needs to send this much money or some bullshit's going to happen. It's like, man, don't let me catch up to one of these dudes. My wife be sending me texts like, hey, so I got a text saying that our pay- something's wrong with our paper. I was like, girl, what? Like, why are you entertaining this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> like, you making me look bad. <laughs> I know it's only us on the phone, but I'm embarrassed right now, and I'm about to start judging you for even entertaining the thought that PayPal text you saying, hey, so, or Amazon text, like, so, uh, somebody bought four laptops on your dime? Like, no, you didn't, because I ain't got enough money in my account to get four yeah, that, laptops. That, that's not happening. No, we, uh, I feel like every, every man who's learned some sort of combat sport in their life, right? Like, I feel like every man, we, we have that. We have that innate daydream that nags at us sometimes that we're like we something something like this happens and then we're just gonna go into a room kind of like that scene in Kingsman and the song's <laughs> gonna start playing and we're just gonna start going on people and we don't think about nothing else, the repercussions, nothing. But it's such a nice place to be in when you're in the middle of a bad work day or some some shit like this where you get scammed, you just you just get to live in that daydream. <laughs> Oh no, trust me. I'm at work. That that is my daydream. Like I work in a field where sometimes we encounter uh not often, but sometimes we encounter uh, you know, women fleeing domestic violence. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, let them come in here. And you know, they come 
they, they come in and, you know, they're kind of secretive about their info. And in my mind, I'm like, I want to let it leak. I want them to show up. Meanwhile, this dude might fuck me up on spot. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm tough. I'll beat his ass. And it's like, because this one dude came into our office. I don't his wife and children are there and he was extremely aggressive. So I just assume that maybe maybe there's some stuff going on at home. He was a big fucking dude. And he hit my counter. And my manager stood like my so my manager stood up and then he turns his attention to him and he hits the counter again. So then I stood up and I'm thinking in my head, like, yo, we gonna have to jump this dude. But the thing is, he's big as fuck. So if he hits me, I'm playing dead. And you might be on your own, homie, but I'm gonna try not to get hit. You know, this is all going through my mind in this scenario. Um, eventually the dude just walked out and my manager locked the door. He was like, yo, call the police. And I was like, <laughs> You know, the Detroit in me was like, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't do that. My fingers don't even know those numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was like, call the police. What's their number? He's like, call nine one one. What the fuck is that? Call nine one. What? Call nine one. Call your mother. He said, I've never even heard of a nine one. What's the? I've never had seen those numbers in the same like sequence. <laughs> like I gotta call. Like we can call the police. That that's something we ever did. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like and this dude's from the Dominican Republic, you know. It's like you, like you're not supposed to tell nobody to call the police. Like, Never. We both supposed to be in this together. Like, what the fuck is you doing? No, nah, um, that, but that's how it happens more often than not. It's like when you get into a real situation, right? You get into a situation where you're about to beat somebody's ass, you're about to get in a fight, and you're like starting to get amped up, especially if you're excited about it, right? And like, uh-huh. I got into the situation. I went to a house party once, and everybody knows this dude was his name, man. The most ridiculous and off-cut name ever for a dude that doesn't know how to handle his liquor. Rodney. This man, everybody everybody warned me, hey, Rodney's been drinking. I said, I don't know who fuck Rodney's is. I don't care. I'm here to have a good time. I'm trying to party. I'm trying to do, like, booby shots and stuff, whatever. And so, you know, we're, we're over here having a good time, just partying, having, having fun, um, doing some beer pong. And all of a sudden, a big clatter happens in the back of the house and... I look over and this dude's just like, like pushing people. And I was like, oh, I don't know who Rodney is, but all of a sudden, that's him. I know who it is now. And uh, dude comes up and he literally swipes all the, the, the beer pong balls and cups and water and table all over the place. And I'm like, Man, why do you have to go and do that? Like, we we're just having a good time, right? I'm a short guy, but I got a loud mouth, and especially once I had the ability to like start fighting and stuff. Like I wasn't, I just, I didn't have that retention inside of me to just be like, okay, he's just gonna do what he wants. Like, nah, man. Listen, we may be 25 years old now, but you're just a bully. <laughs> yep. That's all you are. You're just a big bully. Well, you know, as the night went on, Rodney just kept doing more shit and just being an asshole. And finally, he ended up, I think he said something or did something. And I, I looked over at him and I was like, bro, I need you to stop fucking talking. You're really starting to piss me off. And I felt like such a man. You know, I was getting that, that tingle in my stomach. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're about, to, we're about to do this. I'm about to get in a party. Like, I'm about to get in a fight at a party. It's about to be fun. This is crazy. And, you know, I'm liquored up a little bit. So I'm like, I'm not going to feel none of this until tomorrow anyway. It's all good. And Rodney's big. All right, he a big dude. He's like, I mean, obviously to me, everybody's big. But this dude's like six foot, maybe like, I don't know, 220, 230. 
And uh, I'm just kind of sitting here and I'm like, well, I ain't going to feel it. It's cool. And so I'm laughing and having a good time. And well, he starts getting angry and he starts getting to my face. And I like, I, I, I thought of the, the coolest, most badass line I could give him. You know, one of those nice little one liners. And he kept getting in my face and I could smell his breath. It's all over my face. And I'm like, Rodney, you better get out of my face before I turn your teeth into a choking hazard. And I was like, ooh, ooh, that one was good, right? And I just keep saying this shit in my head. This dude looks me in my face, and I stared him in the face. You know you know those moments where, like, you just look, and you don't break eye contact, and you know, you're like, I'm in it, I'm here, I'm ready, let's fucking go. Like, I, I got dental insurance, everything's fine. <laughs> this dude just latches onto me. And I was like, oh, here it goes. And I like, I, you know, I rock up my fist like I'm about to hit him in the ribs. And he starts crying. Oh. And he starts crying. And he's hysterically crying. <laughs> I loved her so much, man. I loved her so much. And I was like, oh, man, the fuck I look like hitting a crying baby. Man. And so for the next two hours man i'm sitting here on a curb outside listening to rodney cry about how his girlfriend left him for some dude and and rodney's parent hate him <laughs> hey um hey, hey, look it, it it was a situation that should have went south and look man you were the mentor he needed that you you were the ear that he needed in that moment he just need to be threatened. Rodney, if you ever hear this, man, I I hope everything's good, and I hope you found your dog. <laughs> God damn, his dog ran away. Yo, Rodney, yo, Rodney, reach out, son. Let's get you on the podcast. Let's talk, son. <laughs> what is going on? Dude? We can fix this, bro. <laughs> like you, you sound like you went to the ringer, homie, and we got you. Yo, here at Off the Match Podcast and BJJ Wiki, we got you, homie. We are the support group that you need. Come talk to us. We would get you set up at a gym. Get that, get that frustration out. And then, you know, come on, man. Don't be going to the party. Mess up beer pong, though. Yeah, that's a that's a party, pal. We don't do that. Yeah, man. Ronnie sounds like a fucking liability at the moment. It's true, but you know, from what I heard last last I checked up on him, he he was doing okay. He was doing he was doing Rodney things, except good, no good. no party fouls. So yeah, uh, you know, with with just going to parties in general, all that shit can become kind of a kind of a hazard on one regard. But at the same time, it's like it makes for good stories and good memories as long as nobody gets you know hurt or anything. I don't know. Rodney's feelings got hurt that night. <laughs> I looked him in his face. I'm like, listen, Rodney, you fucking up. Like Rodney <laughs> got up in his emotions. <laughs> like Rodney probably went home that night in his car, put on Mariah Carey's emotions, was singing that shit to the top of his lungs. It was like, damn, Rodney. Like, hey, don't get me wrong. I'm a, Mar- I'm a Mariah fan. Like, I-, I love me some Mariah Carey back in the day, but... I had, maybe I was in the car singing too. I don't know, but not like Rodney. No. <laughs> Rodney was belting. R.I.P. Bully Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the emotional Rodney now. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole nother bag though, because it's like I'm not trying to emotion shame nobody because I'm an emotional dude. I cry a lot. Mm, you yep. catch me on a catch me on a on a you know wild day. 
you know, I was sitting there just crying for no reasons. Like my wife came downstairs one day. I was watching Bernie Mac. Mm. She was like, you all right? <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'm going to be all right. It was the episode where, he, you know, he took the kids back to see see their mom. And mom didn't show up for Vanessa. And then, it, you know, you know, because for me, that that's a little that that hits home. So I'm watching that shit. And I started crying. And my wife's like, gonna be all right. I was like, I'll be all right. And then um, I watched it again with my daughter thinking like, I'll be good. I'm fine. And I cried again. My daughter looked at me. She was three at the time. She might have been four. She looked. I was like, yeah, you OK? And I was like, yeah, yeah, honey, buddy. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you want to play? You want to play Street Fighter? <laughs> We played Street Fighter real quick, and then I stomped her into the ground. I felt much better. So, in that moment, I became Bully Dante. Hey, no quarter, no quarter for children. (laughs) (laughs) So, before we got got on the air, we were talking about your whiskey connoisseur. So uh, what's some of your, your uh, favorite brands? Uh, see, I'm asking this question because I'm trying to take notes for uh, for for the Colompton Beer Club episode. We're going to try to do a whiskey review show. So I'm trying to get some notes real quick. Uh, so just easy sipping. I usually stick with uh, either, like I usually stick with like Crown Vanilla, just to, like easy sipping, something I'm not trying to get destroyed on or wake up with a headache the next day. Um right. You know, if I if I want to have conscious thoughts, <laughs> I'll have the that uh, Crown Royal vanilla. Um, if I'm drinking with buddies and we're just trying to kick back and have a good time, I like the Horse Soldier. That's that's a really good whiskey, and I believe the guys who make that were part of the original Horse Soldiers of Afghanistan. So if you've ever seen the movie Twelve Strong. Uh, yeah. the the guys that started or the guys that you know lived that occurrence uh, went out and opened up their own uh, distillery and and that's their distillery it's really cool really smooth taste I love it and those are kind of my my two go-tos I also I have a buddy his name's Chris Chris Arnold he's an amazing dude he's a he was the sports reporter here in in Wichita but he used to buy a different whiskey every weekend and we would just drink and enjoy. And it was amazing. I do love me some, uh, Bullier, the, or bullet. Um, okay. Yeah. I got a bottle of that over there. Yeah. Uh, this stuff's good. Very smooth. Very, uh, I mean, it's, it, it makes you feel like a man. <laughs> you can, you can feel the beard start to come in and the, the chest hair start to, propagate itself (laughs) my buddy got me that bottle for my birthday uh, i don't know how many years ago it was when we first moved here so it might not have been right out the gate because i didn't have the tv down here so it might have we're in 2023 right now so he probably got that for me i want to say 2018 so five years ago so we only really sip on that on on like occasions you know it's like all right you know we, we we don't we don't use that to party you know we pour, pour a little glass and some ice, and then, you know, we cool out to that. Okay. It's kind of how we, we might every so often end the podcast with, like, a, a glass of bullet just to kind of like, all right, it was a good run. Let's go ahead and sip this up real quick because we know, you know, this is our reward. So I'm like familiar it. with that. 
Heck yeah. Oh, well, I, I I got my notes here for those three. So you know. yeah, definitely try the horse soldier. It's I mean, not only is it a it's a good brand, but I mean, it's got a good story behind it, and it supports some some real heroes. So good, good. I think that's you know one of those things in this day and age too when we look at support and and really just as we navigate through the world and buy stuff you know it becomes this question of you know when you're buying anything what's you know who, who are you buying from what's it support and type things like that I always tell my wife I like to buy you know buy things where I know that it's going to help someone or going to support you know a specific group that may have you know they're trying to you know get their foot in except for when it comes to my action figures I mean I always say fuck Hasbro but look they got what I need and, and they, they like my relationship with Hasbro is an abusive one because <laughs> they know they fucking know that I need that Rachel Summers Phoenix uh figure and these motherfuckers will not make it they know what the fuck they they got everyone from Excalibur made Nightcrawler Shadowcat Captain Britain Megan these motherfuckers won't make fucking Rachel Summers there like yo, so fuck Hasbro until they make that though. Then I'm like, yeah, Hasbro came through, son. So, they're always keeping you on your toes, man. That's how it is. And they be making sets where it's like, all right, you know, you, you buy like a set, and then like each each figure comes with a piece to build a bigger figure, you know, the build a figure, if you will. And they'll like, I think the Guardians of the Galaxy set has like Cosmo the space dog as the build a figure. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers, yo. <laughs> you know good and goddamn well i don't want to build the fucking sp- just sell the space dog with somebody and then uh the ant-man set is like the builder figure is like his daughter ant-man's daughter like giant like the, i guess her character her character's name is stature so she's like giant and it's cool because they have like three characters from the movie and then there's like three characters nobody fucking asked for just <laughs> Three bullshit characters. Nobody asked for it. It's like like Egghead and uh some other bullshit future Ant Man. I was like, yo, get, like get the fuck out of here with this show. Like, and then my wife, she knows the deal. She's like, I know you want to build a figure though. It was like, yeah, I want to fucking build a figure, but yo, I don't want Egghead, yo. I don't, you know, I'm not. I don't want to buy that shit and just have it sitting around. Like, I don't even want to give that to my daughter. That that's. <laughs> So oh, can man. can you do it? Like can can you do the uh the old eBay thing where you you buy the the just the build a figure piece without you, the Yeah, but then it gets it gets real weird to me cuz it's like, you know, it's like, all right, so I want to buy the leg. And somebody's like, all right, $30. It's like your dog, the figure ain't even fucking $20, you You trying to charge me 30 for a leg? Like what are like what are we doing? Like I have spare pieces here in the house where it's like if somebody said, "Hey man, I think somebody was trying to build Giant Man from a Captain America Civil War when Ant Man, you know, grew." That was the build a figure, and someone was trying to uh, build him. I, I bought the only figure I bought from that set was Black Panther, so he came with the leg. And someone was like, "Yo, I need that leg." Anybody, you know, trying to sell it? And I was like, "Yo, I'll just give it to you, son. <laughs> it's just sitting here in a box." And my wife's like, no, sell it to him for $10. I was like, no, nah, man, because I don't want to be that dude. But I'll also be that dude, too. It's like, yo, I'm trying to buy, you know, I'm trying to buy that arm. And like, yeah, it's $25. It's like, 
damn, dude, $25. How bad do I want that arm, though? <laughs> then, then I ask myself, what am I going to spend $25 on? And it's like, ah, all right, double cheeseburgers. Hey. Um, you know, I'll, I'll probably, 20, well, $25, I'll just buy another figure anyway. But I'll most, most likely buy some double cheeseburgers, maybe two scratch-offs, um, you know, like a box of wine if it's cheap enough. You know, I, you know. Like I could do stuff for twenty five dollars, so that's true. I I mean I feel that my uh my little brother at least I call him my little brother he he's my little brother fuck it um he's a uh, it's super funny seeing us side by side because you know I'm this short little kind of stocky white dude I mean I'm actually Hispanic but you wouldn't be able to tell unless I was like <laughs> somewhere that gets a lot of sun but my little brother is uh this six foot six three hundred and 40 pound black dude named Marcus and he's got these dreads that go down to his nipples and he's just he's all about the action figures and all about the I mean we we watch anime and stuff together we watch all the Marvel movies together nice. watch action movies together but I've just never had that proclivity to go out there and just get action figures mainly because when I was a kid I couldn't afford them but you know Marcus is all about him and he's got walls of it and I'm like okay you're easy to shop for really cuz all I got to do is grab anything black panther action figure related and yeah. it's over yeah i mean it's the weird thing about it is like my wife so you know christmas and birthday comes about she's like i don't know what to get you and it's like girl you've been buying me action figures all summer like i like when i count up what's in this basement I would say 50% have, have at least half, if not a little more. She paid, like she went out and bought it herself. Like I do a lot of like the shopping on, I, I go on Amazon because I wait for the prices to drop. Cause there'll be figures that's like, you know, that one's not going to do well. You'll see it for $9 instead of 20. But um, she'll see something in the store and she'll send me a picture. I'm at work. She'll send me a picture like, yeah, you need this one? Like, yes, absolutely. She got um what did she get me? Uh there was a two pack, a Spider-Man two pack with him and Mary Jane. Um, there's a what else? There's a figure that we thought was long lost. We would never see this figure in the store ever again. It the, the wave had come out two years prior. That figure was ninety dollars. If you went online, she found that joint in the store. She texted me, she was like, Yo, do you need this one? This is the one you want, right? And I was like, yo buy that shit now run to the register pay for it now do not hesitate um but it, it's like you know when it comes to like being a collector a lot of times we like to be hands-on with our own shit because we know exactly specifically what we're looking for but there are times though like like i said my wife she she knows she'll she'll, she'll be out the store she's like okay i know he's looking for this looking for that all right cool and if I see I got a call coming in from her at work, all right, this is going to sound kind of fucked up. But I answer it because I know she's at the store. It's not even the thought that there's an emergency. <laughs> Something might be wrong. It's like, oh, shit, she in Target right now. Let me let me see what's going on. <laughs> like, you know, did you get the situation picture? situation is. <laughs> like, do you, like, yo, this is like, I'm a big-ass kid, yo. We just, like, look, look. And the way I look at it is if we're in this art of jujitsu, you gotta be a big ass kid, though. You, you you can't be like someone that like grapples with your friends on a regular basis and 
and you know you know you're, you're you know contorting each other's arms and choking each other to the point of like injury and unconsciousness and not be a big kid you, you gotta ha have some fun with life in that regard i feel like there's two types of people that do jiu-jitsu there's there's the people that i say don't normally stick around in my experience mm -hmm. they don't stick around they're the people that come in because they want to learn uh, a self-defense technique and they want to learn how to handle themselves in a situation and they they want to uh they essentially just want to want to do the sport because they want to learn a new skill of that they can actually utilize right and then you have the people who stick around forever and that's the people who are in love with it and understand that the number of times i'm going to get to actually use this in a real life situation is like two <laughs> like i'm listen i i would love to say that we are all going to use jujitsu every single day of our life now we will use the fundamentals the concepts that we learn we're going to learn to never give up we're going to learn be yeah. comfortable in uncomfortable situations we're going to learn that the calmest guy in the fight's always going to win but we are not going to be throwing arm bars on assailants every single day it's not happening if you're in it for that you're going to be sorely sad when you find out that like the number of people that are coming at you trying to fight you and actually <laughs> are susceptible to the arm bar are not going to be there <laughs> and uh it, it is and so the people that are left though the ones that stick around for long periods of time when you build bonds with are the guys who just enjoy being in a sweaty set of pajamas rolling around with other guys that are in sweaty sets of pajamas and you're the kids that never grew out of wrestling around on mom's living room floor. <laughs> that's that's who we are. Yeah, I mean, you know, when when you think about like I like my cousins, you know, every you know my cousins would come through Christmas time, and we turn the den area into a giant ass wrestling ring, and you know, cats would just. I remember because I was the oldest, I was I was the champion. I was, I was the world champ, but to piss off the other ones, I would let the youngest one beat me and let him be champ <laughs> just to piss them off. And then we're like, we're going after him now. And then every time they get ready to pin them, I just interfere and start stomping them. It was like, carry that over into like something like this. My cousins have tried jujitsu with me. Um, at least the youngest one he has, he he's come in and he's tried it. And you know, it's the same feel. It's like, look, we just didn't outgrow that, that, uh, you know, childhood mentality of us just fighting each other and playing and being dumb. And, you know, like you said, there are those individuals that are going to come in and they think, oh, well, I'm just going to learn the self-defense technique because media will give you this idea of like, oh, you know, if they go to a couple of Taibo classes, you know, they'll be able to defend themselves in the situation. Meanwhile, we know from doing this for so many years, like it takes time to perfect the move. And, and honestly, even with time, you don't even necessarily perfect it as much as it's you mold it to work for you. And like you said, like, you know, you were coming up with submissions that, you know, you have to catch people off guard with them because we all learn them the same way and learn to defend the same way in our, in our gyms. So that's part of that education is like, I got to get crafty with this shit. You don't learn that in two Tybo classes, you nope. know, you don't learn that in like, you know, a week of self-defense classes down at the Y, you know, my coworker, 
she uh she she's uh asked me before with her group of friends like would you be willing to like you know do a self-defense class with us um how much would you charge i'm very weird about money so i was like nah i don't want to charge y'all nothing i mean you know because to me it's like <laughs> it's like i'm not a fucking professional i don't know shit i can teach you like you know you know the basics like here's a oompa sweep you know here's a rear naked choke you know here's a kimura you know i can teach you these simple things but I, you know, I don't want to charge anybody for that because <laughs> it's like I don't even know if I'm teaching you right. You know? <laughs> like I ain't got no waivers for y'all to sign. Like I don't want these brawls out there punching each other in the head for no reason. Like oh <laughs> shit, they didn't even sign the waiver. But you know, she's like, you know, would you be willing to, you know, do you know self defense, you know, classes for us? I was like, I, I would feel uncomfortable because. You know, it's going to take more than just a couple classes. You know, what are you doing this for? You know, are you doing this for legitimately wanting to learn self-defense? Is this a team building exercise for you and your friends? I don't know what the fuck. I, I never had team building exercises with my friends. We, You know, we didn't just go, you know, to the Y and say, hey, let's learn self-defense as friends. Now we just put on some boxing gloves, start punching each other in the head and getting CTE. They're trying to be the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yo! I should oh I should text her and be like, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll uh I'll teach y'all, but y'all got to dress up in these specific colors: <laughs> <laughs> the yellow, pink, blue, green. <laughs> Someone yeah, gotta yeah. wear the black. <laughs> yo, y'all better figure it out too. Like I don't I don't want to see two I don't want to see two Red Rangers show up. <laughs> like, I see make, two people in red. I'm walking out. Make sure they're all wearing like uh like white sneakers so that they, you really get that that white and red, white and pink, white and yellow. Oh no, yeah, yeah. If if they if they if if I were to do it, they gotta now they gotta do the Power Rangers gear. Like they gotta show up that way. If anybody says no, I'm not doing it. I was like, then you don't you don't care about yourself. <laughs> you don't want to defend your family. Yeah, you're not morphing. You know what I'm telling you? <laughs> Uh, but I mean, it, that's the thing though. You'll have people that think, oh, well, it's only going to take a couple classes and, you know, I'll know how to defend myself. And it's like, it's not that mm -hmm. you, you, you got to put in the work. If you don't put in the work, you're not getting anything from it. And the unfortunate thing with that is people, they don't have the patience for it and they end up quitting. See, the one thing I always say is probably more, more valuable um, than the actual submission abilities and sweep abilities and, and all of that. Whether you're learning Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or wrestling or Muay Thai or boxing, it's the toughness that that genuinely, I, I in my opinion, at least, it's the toughness that is the most valuable because, you know, you get into a fight and some guy's, you know, choking you out or whatever, before Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to, you know, start flailing and going crazy and I'm going to start freaking out. Now you start doing that weird little little sexual assault choke on me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to start throwing up arm bars and I'm going to start doing what I know, but I'm going to stay calm. That's the, that's the difference between the two is is one of them I'm going to freak out. The other one I'm going to stay calm. And that's what you learn with boxing and Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu and wrestling and Judo is you learn how to be calm in those bad situations. 
and that is what increases your survival chances. It's not the ability to, oh, I can throw an armbar on this guy. Okay, but what happens when that guy picks you up in the air and slams you down out of that armbar? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we, we prepare for that in class. It's like, all right, so this is what you do when you get slammed on your head. You shake a little bit, you might piss yourself. Like, damn, how about we just don't get there? You won't know math anymore, but... <laughs> And then at that point, I'm just like, oh, so no change. Perfect. <laughs> like, perfect. When people always say things like, like you, you post videos, and I'm sure you've seen it on there, you know, reposting videos and, and hosting and whatnot. But I'll post a video on the internet, right? And this is one of the funniest things I see on a day to day basis is I'll post a video of like a, an arm bar, and then, you know, some, some dude says oh yeah that'll work until they pick you up and slam you on your head and blah 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 or that's gonna work until the guy turns his arm and recaptures and then takes your back and i'm like okay but listen here's the one thing i've learned about true martial artists most guys that do brazilian jiu-jitsu or boxing or muay thai or whatever your discipline is right but, but, but we'll focus on brazilian jiu-jitsu here like they're not looking to fight somebody you know, they're looking yeah. to just mind their own business and know how to handle business if it comes to them. So the guy that I throw into an arm bar that, you know, he's probably not going to know that information. Why? Because I'm not just going to go out looking for a fight. More than likely, it's going to be some untrained guy who doesn't know how to focus his, his aggression, like Rodney. <laughs> yeah, Rodney, but, calling you out, son. But, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's it's not a matter of I'm I'm not just fighting randos on the street. I'm lo not looking to start fights with randos on the street. And anybody who would know how to turn and capture the back, and now we're you know on a on a bad situation per Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Well, I would hope that whatever situation we're in, they're not looking to get into a fight either. You know, I don't I don't know. It's just it's always struck me as weird <laughs> that you get these keyboard warriors on here who are like, oh yeah, until they pick you up, until they spin you around and they do a uh you know, they do an Osotogari here, they do this. It's like, but why are we fighting if they have that information? More than likely, we're just gonna nerd out about jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, if they know that, chances are we're about to become good friends and then we're gonna de-escalate this situation and talk it down, and then you probably go train. Yeah, right. Like, like if he doesn't I, uh, know Sotogar on me, it's because we're we're playing now. <laughs> the um, I put up a well, I mean, many a post, I always get shit like that. But a more recent post I put up, and it was about basically, you know, you know, a new white belt shows up and everybody's eyeing them down, you know, and you know, it's a funny video, I think. Um, I think it's a bunch of tigers watching a duck in the water. Okay, it's a, yeah, what's the dude, a Tony Baker, Tony Baker comedy. Um, it's his voiceover. And then I've gotten so many comments in there. Yeah. Until you find out he's a D one wrestler. <laughs> then he, you know, he puts on his wrestling shoes and fuck you up. It's like, <laughs> the fuck up. God <laughs> damn. Y'all are annoying. It's like, um, actually I have a, a couple videos of yours. I've posted and people, uh, for fucks. Oh my God. Okay. Let me catch my breath real quick because <laughs> I'm about to go in on these motherfuckers. Oh, trust me, man. I I I I read the hate comments every day. I just kind of let it go. But yeah, no, go ahead. I, I love these. Actually, one of your posts, I one of your reposts, I had to turn the comments off. Mm. Like it, it it was un, it was unbearable. I was like, all right. 
like the video is getting the traction. People, you know, there's tons of likes and people were like reposting it. Yeah, turn but, the comments off though. Yeah, yo, because um, uh, what's the? Hold on, let me. Um, uh, Brizzy brawls. Oh yeah. So, any like I've posted three, I believe at least three videos with you and her, and the comments are like it, it. It's this weird thing because it's a it's like two di- two different versions of the comments, or three three different versions of the comments. Version number one is, look, she's a healthy young lady. We like that that can't be denied. And those are the comments that are coming in. Like, oh, I want to, I want to train where she's training. Like, 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 I'm like, I let her like put me in a triangle. It's like, gosh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, please, like, we should just shut your fucking cock holster. Yep. Jesus. And then the next comment is, well, yeah, that will work until they do this or do they're like, well, if they turn their arm this way or like that knee bar wouldn't work. So, there was a, a knee bar, uh, was it from Half Guard? Yep, that I reposted. And I love it because I do that knee bar, or I try to <laughs> let me rephrase that. I try that knee bar, <laughs> I don't actually do it. He said, I'm but, a master of it one day. Here we go. <laughs> yes, one day we'll get this figured out, but today ain't that day. But I reposted it because I love that knee bar. I was like, that's perfect. I, I'm gonna repost this. And just the fucking shitstorm of like negative comments, and and I'm not that guy that you know I, I don't like playing the game of like uh, sexism and like oh guys are only hating because you know it's a female doing it or this or that. I, I, look, people are just shitty. It's the internet. But I wanted to test something, so I reposted Mason Fowler doing the same exact knee bar. Oh, look at that crickets or. Dude, that's cool. Fire. You know, yeah, man, that's an awesome knee. Oh, wait a minute. No, but it's, you know, I was like, I'm not even going to comment. I'm just going to let it, I'm going to let it rock. But, you know, and then, then the third one is, you know, why, like, oh, that's so bad. Why is she even doing that move? That, Cause that was one of the comments that like, who, like actually two, two people who comment was like, like, who's even allowing her to do these moves? Like, that's so, it's like, shut the fuck up. It's, it's like, you guys are, I, I actually got a sense for myself. I was about, I was about to go off the deep end right there with that next comment. So y'all are just some fucking dummies. Like chill, son. If you no, don't like it, keep scrolling. Hundred percent. So we we get. So I used to post the videos. This is the the funny part too. This is what cracks me up. Is obviously I I think I got to forty five thousand or forty thousand without ever featuring uh, Brizzy. Um, Brizzy is a great athlete. She's amazing. She's uh, she's a smart girl, really quick. Um, but she loves jujitsu. She loves everything about the sport. She loves being part of it. Now, here's the other caveat to it. She's a sexy ass young girl. I mean, she is what she is. She's she's like in her twenties. She stays fit. She's got a fat butt on her. Um, and she, she likes being comfortable when she grapples. She likes being comfortable when we do our movements and whatnot. So, you know, she wears like butt scrunch leggings or whatever kind of leggings, like she can wear whatever she wants. It is what it is. It's just a video. Now, do my videos do well with her in them? Yeah. Why is that? Let's not, let's not beat around the bush. 
She's no. a sexy ass girl. It's the same reason why you know Budweiser had the Budweiser girls for the last twenty years. <laughs> it's the same reason why every anime ever their boobies are are seventy five percent out of their shirts. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's it is what it is. It, and am I am I opposed to it? Absolutely not. As long as her skill is still there, I'm not going out hiring some random bimbo on the street to come and try some moves. Bree still has the skill that she has. <laughs> well, I think that's the thing too that people, you know, immediately jump to is like, you know, oh, you're only doing it because of this, and it's like, well, no, there is still skill there. But also, the thing that people are willingly choosing to be ignorant about is you're drilling a move, so you're moving at a pace where it can be done, where it doesn't look sloppy, it doesn't look bad. Correct. So. People are like, oh, so you're just going to put the arm there or you're just going to like no one's just going to let someone do it's like, OK, come on, yo, like, w- like, what are we doing here? Like, what, like, what are we arguing about? Now, I will also say this and I like the, you know, issue, uh, you know, thank you to you all as well. When Instagram was, you know, uh, doing their reels program and paying for uh, content, you know, paying the, the uh, posters on the rails i'm not sure how that works but y'all got me paid so thank you <laughs> like i i owe you i owe you a bottle of uh horse soldier so <laughs> let's um, go we'll drink it together <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is it's like yes it, it like will those posts do very well absolutely you know are is there skill involved in the post absolutely so it's like there's no problem and, and not only that you know the individuals in the video you know brizzy you know she's dressed how she's dressed by her choice it's not like you're like okay so we're gonna put these videos together i need you to wear this it's like that's just a string yeah I bet, but it's gonna be good for content <laughs> you know you know it's not one of those you know it's like you know it's comfort and that that's what it should be about is when you're practicing you know martial arts when you're fighting basically you want to be comfortable you know i i, I can't imagine like i'm wearing uh fucking sweatpants right now like bag ass sweatpants yeah that's that's not fun to get on the mats in like getting caught in like i mean it's no different than wearing a gi but it's like okay we're doing no gi i'm wearing sweatpants i'm getting tangled up constantly it's uncomfortable you know you want to be wearing you know spats you want to be wearing you know you know a gear that's gonna give you the ability to move smoothly so i don't know i i just i wanted to voice that because like these cats that just be jumping on the content and commenting like you know especially the thing that really gets me is that the cats that are commenting it's kind of a twofold thing because you get a lot of like blue belts that are making these shitty comments like shut the fuck up like you know that's the one thing that's always kind of interested me too is is a lot of the people who say like especially on any of like the posts that are just even just me just doing technique with some random dude at the gym you know look at comments that are like that'll never work in competition or whatever and then i go look at their stuff sometimes i don't get caught up in it much but sometimes i'll go look and you know they're like a like a competition blue belt and i'm like i mean I'm not, I I have a lot of, I, I always say to everybody in my gym, like anybody can walk in off the street straight up, never done jujitsu a day in their life. And if they figure it out fast enough, they can sub me within 15 minutes of being there. It is what it is. 
that's that's the way the world is. That's how that's why I love about this sport is the smarter you are, the better you are. That's how it works here. And um, but like it's like, I mean, I get it. Sure, you're a competition blue belt. You're used to seeing things done this, 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 and this way. And I, I always leave it open whenever people do leave those comments. I'm like, you anytime anybody wants to fly out to the gym here in Kansas and give it a try, you go ahead. We <laughs> we take everybody of all shapes and sizes, and we we love the the challenge. It's the same thing that I say whenever people say, you know, Brizzy can't do this, and and she would never that would never work on me. And I'm like, listen, I promise you this, I don't have much. But I will put all that I have on that girl. <laughs> so. I mean, and that's the thing, too. It's like when cats run their mouths, it's from a safe distance. There's no plan nor desire to actually set foot in any gym or academy and, and test you. It's, it's just it's a fact of life. You know, guys will run their mouths. I mean, like I said, I'll see blue belts that talk a lot of shit. And it's like, it's fine. I'm a blue belt, too. And you know what? I don't talk shit. You know why? I think part of it, though, I'm old. I'm old as fuck, man. My hip hurt. <laughs> like, But it's like I, I see these blue belts, you know, come in and make these dumb comments. But the thing that pisses me off the most is I see black belts that come in yeah. and make the comments. And it's like I got into it with a black belt years ago. I reposted a friend of mine's uh, post and this guy jumps in and goes, take this down immediately. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this mother, yo, Excuse are me? you, <laughs> I was like, what? First of all, like, you know, and I told him, he's like, yo, take this down immediately. And I was like, I'm not doing that. He was like, this is poor technique. Da da blah blah blah. Now, mind you, my friend who posted the video—it's not even of him drilling. He's actually in a live role, so and things look a lot different in a live role because it's you're in a live. Role. When you're in a live role, I mean, nothing yeah. works out perfectly. And I was just like, "Yo, are you serious?" So I started researching. I, you know, you know, because I'm petty. <laughs> you know, when people talk shit, I like to go dig. Most of them have their accounts blocked. Most. But this guy did not. And it's like, oh, this dude's a black belt? Mm, let's see what else we got. Oh, I got your name. Let's go ahead and Google this name real quick. Started going. It's like, oh, you're a horrible human. Fuck. You know, it's like, fuck you. And I think that's one of the things that kind of, at that time, this was, uh, I want to say, three years ago. This was one of those things that kind of hit me at the moment where I realized, it's like, just because you have a black belt doesn't mean you're a good person or you're a great leader or a good teacher. I mean, you know the techniques, but okay, good. You're an expert, but that doesn't mean you have the authority to tell people, you know, right from wrong or, you know, this or that. Also, it seems like maybe this is a cat who got his black belt. And was like, I'm done. I got it. I don't need to do any more. Whereas most black belts are like, I got my black belt. It's just still a learning process. That's just the beginning. I promise you yeah. getting, Getting your black belt, it's like, like, once again, oh, thank you so much to uh, my mentor, uh, Marcelo Selva. He was amazing, and and it was just, it was a larger than life situation for me. But you know, I was I was twenty six, twenty seven when I got my black belt, and but it, it that's honestly just the beginning, because now you're in a pool with other people and you are the lowest ranking in this pool 
of other dudes who have been doing this for like like my mentor has been doing this for 25 years and every time i spar with that man even though he's got you know 30 years on me of as far as like age goes that man makes me feel like i'm an infant getting picked up and cradled and put into a bassinet and he might as well swaddled my ass <laughs> just like damn okay but you if anything else when you're a black belt you should be more humble and you should be more open to new ways and new techniques and new types of thinking it should never be a situation of you know you thinking that you're you're the best or you know i know this better than anybody else because i promise you i don't know if you've seen any of the more recent stuff that like uh mucci's been doing out lately but homie's been he does the craziest shit ever and it works it just works like it doesn't matter how you feel about it it doesn't matter if you think it's it's plausible or not plausible if it works it works shut the fuck up and take notes or look away <laughs> yeah that's the easiest thing to do is to look away you know how much shit i see on the internet all the time that i do not agree with i do not care about i do not like and i just keep scrolling it's like i don't know it's not for me just keep rolling um i you know i go on uh TikTok and you know i see a lot of political posts that come up it's not my cup of tea i keep scrolling and i figure you know that's how the algorithm works is like if you don't like it if you don't keep like going to it it should go away but it keeps fucking coming back but i mean you got people that just want to be miserable oh yeah when you get a lot of guys that just want attention to be honest with you because there yeah. there was one guy and i hope he's listening because i hope he's listening um it was so weird this dude has commented on every fucking post i've had since i started a year ago every post and he's always saying something negative about it right always talking shit yeah. this dude lives talking shit one day i finally called him out and i was like yo I mean, you could just as easily keep fucking scrolling. You don't have to stop here. You don't have to follow me. He follows me. And and he still talks shit. And I'm like, like, you don't have to do this shit. And I was like, to be honest with you, bro, anytime you want the business, you fly out to this address, come get the business. We're always down. We're always accepting. And if you tap me out, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy you a beer. That's the kind of person I am. I don't give a shit. I'm going to be like, how'd you do that? That's really cool. I don't have an ego. I don't care and he uh he actually ended up responding back and he was like he was like i just like talking shit you're one of my favorites bro and i was like what the fuck man <laughs> god damn it what, what are you doing <laughs> like this is not how this works <laughs> like this whole time i thought this dude just because like i always post and i expect him to talk shit and then he was just like he was like no you know you'd miss me if i stopped commenting and i'm like what the fuck bro these people exist <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a i put up what did i put up on my um which post oh no it was on bjj wiki um i reposted uh this young lady it's uh i think how does it go uh, it's like uh, a first date and the guy comes in they go to hug and he goes for the underhooks and then he's he's like taping his fingers up and she's like oh you know the ginger so i was like no this is uh for grips and he gives her a mouth guard <laughs> it's just it, the shit is hilarious to me and someone commented they're like this is not funny so i replied to him. normally i don't reply normally i just keep keep scrolling i reply and i was like maybe not to you 
And, you know, and I was like, but that's okay. And he, he actually liked it back. Um, cause that's my whole thing is like, yeah, it might not be funny to you, but as you can see by her, or the original posters, uh, page, you go there, tons of comments, people love it, tons of likes, tons of views. And then on mine, same deal. So it's like, it may not be funny to you and that's okay. If it's not funny to you, we all have different senses of a different sense of humor, but I thought it was fucking goddamn hilarious because it's just like the, the mouth guard shit had me dying because he's like, oh, what's this? <laughs> what's the mouth guard in the mouth? <laughs> it's like, you know, if, if that's the first date, like, what the? I mean, I don't know. I mean, listen, we're I, doing I, some really up close, no close triangles the next day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, like, come here. I'm going to show you what this triangle is all about. It's like, well, you said something earlier that kind of that that got me thinking like so mason fowler mason fowler is an amazing athlete he's amazing content creator i love him he's he's mm -hmm. he's a great guy all around um very very easy to talk to individual pretty down to earth um i i followed him before i started immortal right i followed him um i followed eli knight for night jujitsu um yeah. i followed juju email um his, his posts are amazing, very creative grappler there too as well. And I followed all these guys and it was super funny that like they were all like my heroes as far as like coming up with new content, being being uh, really just eclectic grapplers. And, and um, it's it's it is super funny. I will actually sometimes do the exact same moves that they do. Um, I won't claim their mind. I'll, I'll just be like, hey, we're just drilling this today. We're doing this today or whatever. And I will get so much hate on these moves. And I'm like, why? Like, why? Like, what are you talking about? Then I'll go to them. And it's sometimes the exact same people that are commenting hate here, but they're, like, throwing love out on, on Eli Knight. And that's fine. I'm no Eli Knight. I'm no Mason Fowler. You know, I, I'm no Juju. But at the same time, like, you're not – at that point, you're not talking shit on me. You're talking shit on the technique, and yeah. that technique is something that you know these these guys who have you know a breadth of of experience have developed and put out there, and you're talking shit on that instead. I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to me, you know. I don't know. I, I get it. Like I said, I put up uh, the knee bar post that you all did, and I was like, okay, I like. And I mean, initially it was like, look, I like that knee bar. Because it, it's sneaky, mm -hmm. it's like people aren't expecting it, and all the like. The thing is, don't get me wrong. There were a lot of positive comments. Oh yeah, and oh, a yeah. lot of likes, but there are also a lot of shitty comments. Where I was like, it's so much, I had to turn off the comments. So I was like, I'm not even in the mood for this today. Like, and it is rare that I turn off the comments. But I think I was just having a bad morning, and I was like, get the fuck out of my face. No, and uh, so so that's one of the things that. You know, Brizzy, she had a little bit of a hesitance to start posting. Now she's got like 90,000 followers on there, but she had a, a hesitance to start being featured because she has very soft skin when it comes to people, you know, talking shit on her jujitsu and whatnot. And I told her, I was like, listen, if you want to be out here and you want to you want to throw yourself out there, you're putting yourself out there at the end of the day. You're putting your technique, your experience, your credentials, just everything that you do on the mat. You're putting it out there. If you are not prepared for the hate that's going to come with that, 
then you gotta maybe take a step back and wait until you are. And and she finally has, and she's she's doing amazing. Um, but that's one of the things that you gotta take with a grain of salt because, and and this goes out to anybody that's trying to start up or be out there, or put themselves out there. You're gonna get a lot of hate, no matter what. I don't care who you are, unless unless you walk out the gate and you started a new profile and and you're Gordon Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're gonna get hate. If if they don't know who you are, yeah, you're going to get the hate. But here's the thing. I look at those posts where I get a bunch of hate comments, right? Like just like there's like 30 of them or 40 of them. Sometimes there are 100 of them. I don't know. But then I also look and there's 800,000 likes. Uh (laughs) That means mathematically my ratios are looking good. (laughs) For every one hater, I'm getting like 12,000 likes. Yep. Why? Why do I need to be afraid? <laughs> and, and that's just the thing too. It's like, you know, to quote Joe Rogan on this one, you know who, who, who doesn't go out and write shitty comments and hate? Winners. Yep. So, you know, for everybody that's out there, they got something shitty to say. It's like, look in the mirror, dude. Why are you angry? Like, what are you doing with yourself? And. Anyone that made it this far in the podcast and you hear that and you got some shit to say, ask yourself this. You just listen to over 90 minutes of a podcast, but you hate. So, like, ask yourself some questions. Although, I'm hoping anybody made it this far in the podcast, you, you know, they're, like, genuinely, like, cool in the gang and, and you know, you're here for the guests. Because that's what the podcast is about. It's about you all as guests. And I'm just a facilitator. Hey, I appreciate it though. Honestly, like I've been a big fan of your guys' podcast. Uh, I I'm not able to catch them all, obviously, just I'm super busy right now. But I started seeing uh, off the mats. I think probably I don't know when you guys started specifically, but I started seeing a lot uh, more stuff pop up in the last three months or four months. They, they, I think it started. Uh, I don't know when it started. The page or the podcast started August of 22, and it's been kind of a slow it, i think it just really picked up this summer like as far as like the instagram page I, i'm not very consistent with reposting on here uh as far as that instagram like bjj wiki there's a system uh off the mats not as much but um look man like it, it, as far as you know the podcast goes and and you know listeners period and and just anything you know i just appreciate you know everyone that does listen i appreciate you all as the guests making the time because the, the thing i tried to explain to my grandma when i told her i'm not a good interviewer and she was like well, jake you, you need to figure that out and i was like well no grandma i just do a good job of picking fun guests <laughs> like i'm not good at like making the episode happen as far as the questions i just pick guests that can carry the show if like I've only had one one guess that I felt like, oh no, <laughs> this, <laughs> this was, was sad. <laughs> I mean, it, it was still a good episode, but it, we we had to work. Like I yeah. was like, shit, I didn't. Co-. And that, that's a lot on me because I wasn't prepared. I, I I had one thought in my mind. I was like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna be smooth at this, and then they were really nervous and very humble. And I was like, fuck, I didn't have questions for them. Oh man, so I just started. I made shit up on the fly. I was like, um, so um, what made you think to do it this way? <laughs> and they would give like short answers. I was like, fuck, like I need at least 45 minutes. Like, this dude gave me 30. <laughs> I was 
So how how do we do, dude? Like we're we're rolling up to two hours. Um, <laughs> so so that that being what it is, let's go ahead and wrap up. Yeah, um, man. It was super funny you brought up your grandma, my grand. Uh, just just so I can make sure that she hears this. My grandma is the light of my life. That's my sweet lady. She she knows it. She raised me. She well she. She definitely had a huge hand in raising me. She, uh, she was, she was my person, so I can one hundred percent relate. Because I told her I was actually going to be on a podcast, and she was like, "Are you sure they had enough time for that shit? Because <laughs> all you like to do is talk, homie." <laughs> That's the thing, man. It's like for me, whenever I do an episode, I don't want to say specifically to the guest. I don't want to say. Hey man, I hope you like to talk. <laughs> you know, I, I try to gauge it, and then once we get rolling, it's like, yes, we we in this now. <laughs> but, um, but no, thank you again for making the time to do this. I I feel like we I, there might have been some stall. I think like I, I think I reached out to you before, and I might have botched the times, or I, I might have like took some time to get back to you because I was trying to sort out the time. But I was, I'm glad we we're able to get this done today. Cause I'm going to be honest. I kept thinking it was a different day and I was really fucking confused. And I looked at the schedule. I was like, okay, yes, we are doing it today. Okay. I'm not fucking hallucinating. So no, it's the same for me. Day. I was like trying to sleep in. Cause I had a little bit of a get together last night to watch fight night. And I was yeah. like, I woke up at 11 and I was like, I have something really important to do today. What was it? And then I said about, it. I was like, Oh shit. It's time for a podcast. <laughs> so. Well, so I had to put specifically in the note to you that we're going to do it at, you know, because you're central and I'm, I'm Eastern. I was like, we're going to do it at, you know, we're going based off your time, not yeah. mine, because I've had guests where I'll say a time and we get it mixed up. So now for guests, I tell them we're going to go by your time and I'll adjust. Um, so and I had a really bad headache. Actually, when I, I woke up from a nap and I saw your uh, your message, I was like. Okay, so we're still on. Good, good, good. Let me hydrate. Let me eat some uh, some uh, canned fruit real quick. And here we are. So um, thank you again, RJ, for making the time to do this. You got any shout outs or mentions you want to drop before we head out? Man, honestly, shout out to you. Uh, thank you for having me out here. I mean, it's on. It's honestly been fun. Um, really squared away, dude. Very humble. I like it. Um, I can't wait to see where your jujitsu and you know your online presence takes you. So that's awesome. My my mentor, Marcio La Selva. I know I've dropped him a couple of times, but just I really cannot tell you enough. He's he's literally one of the best coaches and one of the best people that have ever walked this earth. So I got a lot of love for him. My sponsors definitely got got to thank the sponsors, Hayabusa, uh, X Marshall. Um, thank you so much and. Uh, just everybody who listens and everybody who follows me, thank you so much for supporting us and what we do. We're really trying to make some some strides out here and trying to bring jujitsu to everybody, especially little guys. So I'm trying to bring it out there. <laughs> oh, and Brizzy Brawls. I couldn't do anything without her or uh, Marcus, my little brother. He's he's my uh, filmographer. He He's behind the camera. And then obviously all my guys at LaSelva MMA. Um, I appreciate them, boys. So. All right. Nice. I'll be sure to drop links in the notes for um, your sponsors and everything and get some tags in there for everyone. And as always, to everyone listening, thank you. I appreciate the fuck out of all of you. I, I really do. I might have been talking a little bit of shit this episode, but I, I, I love everyone that, that chimes in, that listens. 
that everyone has been a guest, especially. Thank you to all of you because this show does not operate without the guests. Could you imagine me fucking doing this podcast? Just me fucking talking? Like, no, <laughs> it doesn't work. Again, I know I talk a fucking lot, but I can't talk without, you know, having a guest that, you know, kind of bounce off of. I'm a conversationalist. I'm not just a fucking guy that sits in the basement and talks to myself. So I don't know if you're you. drunk enough, I'd listen. Dude. <laughs> don't, don't, hey, don't, don't get me started. Hold up. All the, all the haters and the shit talkers, when you do post on or comment on the posts, I'm not saying don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you, you go ahead and do it. It boosts the post. Yeah, the engagement all, helps. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is if you genuinely have a problem and you're not just shit talking like that one guy, because he was cool as hell actually after talking to him. Please, if you have any doubts, come out to the gym, come roll. Let's go. We 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 get down with that shit. So. <laughs> I mean, there's there's only one way to learn. So hey, right? you know, go figure it out. I want to give a big shout out to my fellas over at Nerve Age Radio. Um, episode 400's coming up. I don't know what I'm going to do after episode 400 because I won't be able to shout it out. Other than say, yo, we just dropped 400. But uh, go check out Nerve Age Radio, fellas. You know, Bobby, Chris, Joe, Marilyn Phil, uh, Ricky Tiki, um, you know, Gary. I think he's, you know, he, he's still in the equation. Um, Raul. All you fellas, love y'all. Like, yeah, that that's how I got my start in podcasting. So, um, if it's good, if if y'all like the podcast, go. You know, think Nerd Rage. If, if y'all if y'all think the podcast is trash, then blame Nerd Rage too. So, um, either way, big shout out to Nerd Rage Radio. I'm also want to give a you know shout out to my other podcast. So you like horror? Uh, we talk about horror movies. You like scary shit sometimes. Uh, we just did an episode on Scream 6. We gave our little review on that. We enjoyed the fuck out of that movie. Um, I still got the show notes here on my board right here. Uh, we talk about the different tropes that Scream goes over. We talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. We give a score. Like We, we enjoyed it. So go check it out. Get our thoughts on it. And also, I don't do this enough, but I don't shout out Colompton Beer Club. So go check that out. That's our other podcast. I'm shouting out all the podcasts today. So. Um, go check out Colompton Beer Club. It's me and my buddy Steve. Uh, we like to go and call him Thor.Bentley on Instagram if y'all want to go check that out. Uh, we we review beers. We don't do it very well. That's not even the point of the show. It's not even about us reviewing beers. It's about two friends of 30 years just sitting around, like, just talking. We talk shit to each other. We have fun. We get drunk sometimes, and, like, we threaten each other's lives. But it's a fun time. So go check it out. Um, it, it, you know. You won't be sorry unless you're like, you know, sensitive and shit. Because we do say <laughs> messed up things sometimes. Not not to be mean. It's just like we say horrible things to each other. You think that we genuinely hate each other, but we don't. We're, we're best friends. So uh, go check it out. But otherwise, thank you everyone. I love you all to death. This has been an amazing ride. I want to keep rocking with it. Y'all keep listening, and we're gonna keep making these shows, everyone. So thank you and goodbye. They publish it. Now let me see his song.